3: absolute sports betting degeneracy hey
2: everybody arch
3: here
4: Uh, we're late and you know what saxy maxi what's going on holy shnikes arch i am so glad that i'm here safe and sound and that we are finally working this podcast my identity is reasonably mirror or masked, i think still maybe no no they they can't
2: they can't see anything anybody watching live can only see the splash screen of the logo of the podcast
4: Uh, i see i see well that's that's very that's very good of you arch i really i sure do appreciate that we've we've been dealing with technical issues this morning as we have for multiple weeks now it seems like uh and this time i feel like i'm the culprit you are the culprit uh, don't feel like it you are the culprit now I I this is the worst. This is the worst feeling. I don't I don't mean to be the one who causes the problems here, but I I know I'm the problem child. But you know, I understand why you bring me in here to cover for Mad Max and I've been thinking more and more as to why you keep me around here as a jazz musician. You know, Mad Max and Panther they're often out dealing with some insane work commitments while having a family and these are just two things you guys will never have to worry about with me, having a family <laughs> or job related commitments. So I make a perfect sub even though I'm more of a dom
2: Oh, oh, there you go. What's going on, Sex Panther?
4: You know, i tell you what kind of week this has been. Like,
5: not only do my hockey picks suck, but ne- it tells you the quality of the show. Now I'm the second most tech-savvy person on the show today. Sex, uh, sexy, Sach- <laughs> oh, Sach- having all kinds of issues. man. <laughs> oh, man. You know, you know, it's bad when I'm trying to guide him through the settings and stuff. So.
4: Oh, yeah. This-, this should be a fun. A- a- on shit show, <laughs> sure will be.
2: All right, so yeah, if you're watching live, we just have the splash screen up. We know you can't see you can't see their beautiful little icons move around. You don't get that visual element that we're so renowned for.
4: <laughs> all, all 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 the beautiful visual cues. I mean, there's a, we should be showing our faces if we're trying to show beauty to the world. Uh-huh,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. I've I've <laughs> seen Sex lose. Panther accidentally <laughs> leave his camera. We will on. lose.
5: <laughs> Yeah, we will, we will lose followers so fast. <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't really brush my hair in the morning or you don't know, do anything. <laughs> Just put a put a shirt on and then come downstairs. So.
4: Uh you, you even put a shirt on. Wow. Well, yeah, it's 40 below today. Mm. Are you are you for real? That's yeah. that's a real is that Celsius or is that uh you know, is that you, is that Fahrenheit?
2: When you get to that level of cold, they merge. It don't matter. It, they're <laughs> the same number. It doesn't matter. Wow. Yeah. Th- th- that's when, that's the point in which they merge, you know? Oh Jesus. Yeah. Isn't that Yikes. fun? So it's the same for uh, everyone. <laughs> 40 below is 40 below.
4: Man. Well, I, I mean, it sounds cold no matter what. Yeah. And I love talking about the weather. So let's,
2: let's just move on.
4: USFL.
2: sexy. you became a USL, USFL expert overnight.
4: Oh, yeah, uh, the, the the two Wikipedia articles and then following to the source material from the USA Today article written in 2006. Yes, I certainly am now an expert on the USFL. Actually, I, I really wanted you guys to tell me your favorite memories of the USFL because th- this all happened before I was even born. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Panther, do you have any memories of the USFL?
5: I remember the USFL. I remember uh, – so I was in elementary school um, – I- Summer. I, I always spent the summers in Ohio at my grandparents, and I just remember, you know, turning on the TV. It's like, oh shit! Look, there's football on, and it was the USFL. And I remember some of the names, the Renegades, the Stars. I, I can't remember all the all the team names, but I do remember the USFL. And I remember this guy, the only name that really resonated with me. This guy, maybe you heard of him, Herschel Walker.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs> God, that? that guy, Max? You know.
4: You know, yeah, yeah, every... yeah. I yeah, I, me, the Vikings fan has, a, has a sentimental reasons to remember the, the, the Herschel Walker trade. My God, so he played. Was he drafted by the USFL? Did he played. How long did he play? I mean, the USFL in itself
5: was only around what two, two years, I think. Three. They had yeah.
4: three championships. Oh, which oh, by yeah, the way, okay. the first the first championship team was the Michigan Panthers, which. Is one of the original franchises that's coming back.
2: That amuses me no
4: end. That just amuses yeah. me no end. I have the well, it, I have the logos up too. There it is. Well, and actually, here's what I here's the best part about this is their head coach Jeff Fisher. That seems like such such a Panther choice, right? Jeff
2: Fisher was that coach a, of the Panthers who won the championship in the first USFL.
4: No, now he's no, no, no now. Oh, he's he's the upcoming, okay,
5: now, he's now. the oh, new f- Panthers coach. Also, yeah.
2: Okay, okay.
5: So so they're destined for what seven and
4: seven, however many games they play. Exactly, complete mediocrity. Except for what yeah. what I was th- what I what I was thinking is that actually in a league like this, mediocrity is probably going to win you a championship. It might. In, in, in one of these developmental leagues. I mean, it, when I had watched, uh, what was it? Uh, they had that other league a couple of years ago but that was got crushed due to COVID, I think, and then um, the XFL. Those were both just uh, leagues that were mired in sloppy play and, uh, frankly, lots of injuries. <laughs> and so it felt like that was mostly what the problem was. So, frankly, if you can field a team And uh, you can stay reasonably healthy and you're mediocre. It feels like that's kind of the formula to being a developmental league champion.
2: (laughs) Well, let's not let's not uh, let's not rewrite history and say the AAF was uh, canceled due to covid. They were canceled. Sorry. Yeah, they were canceled because they got in bed with a a, a con artist and he he didn't put up any of the money he said he was going to put up until they were out. They literally ran
4: out of money midseason. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you for jogging my memory on that one. That That's a lot better of a way to go out than, uh, you know, for instance. Well, actually, when I was reading about the USFL case, what what was interesting about it is how, how it all fell apart. And the fact that basically it seems like a jury of like adult humans in the United States agreed that the league itself ran itself into the ground.
2: This, it, it, the, the, OK, so the USFL filed antitrust lawsuit yeah. against the National Football League. The jury ruled that they did violate anti-monopoly laws, but the the jury said it was their own fault? Is that how that worked?
4: Basically, yes, because they, they had done specific things that uh, made themselves compete directly against the NFL. They, they, they had attempted to compete directly against the NFL oh. and move into a fall season. And when they did that, that essentially was the nail in the coffin, I think, for them. And so they ended up, uh, the USFL won against the NFL, but what ended up happening was there was, the settlement was for $3 total, and then it ended up being a check written for $3.76 because of the interest. 76 (laughs) cents was the interest over time. And I found that just, like, Endlessly enjoyable frankly I think That they should be reselling the like the USFL should raise money by like selling T-shirts with the like $3.76 Check on it or shit like that
2: oh they Should that's really that's really amazing
5: We should, we should put that on the DGEN website $3.76
2: <laughs> T-shirt Right
5: right we right, will, right from the we'll NFL the USFL this, we'll give these Guys more coverage than the four letter Network or anybody else probably will yeah, We we'll, did with
4: we'll, the AAF A, A, yeah, well, and you know what? We'll probably try and uh spell, you know, things correctly if we write articles about it too. I have <laughs> that.
2: I have that. They have not fixed it. It's been live
4: for what? 12 hours or so. Oh my god. <laughs> what 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 network was this that that came from? This Arch- is Yahoo News. Wow. Reasonably reputable. Yahoo News. R- reasonably so.
5: Reason I mean high profile. Uh you know, I was digesting that 3 I was digesting that $3.76. What kind of interest rate were they getting to get $0.76 cents off of $3? That, that's I, a huge number.
4: Yeah, it, it, it was only over four years because the settlement happened in like 1986, and then uh, the, they, they didn't pay out until 1990. And that was $0.76 cents gained on $3 over that many years. So that's uh, how many appeals? Let's see. It went through appeals, right? I think it had one appeal, and then it was – Shot down, I think. Okay. The, and so,
2: okay. And so then they just had to wait another two years to get their three dollars and seventy six
4: cents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: well, the lawyers got to get their cuts, you know.
4: Exactly. Well, and they and they uh, they they you know it it it's hilarious to me just that that check also has never been cashed. I mean, I, it makes sense you'd never cash that check, and it sounds like it's the the folks who uh, who's holding on to it hope that one day the uh, the football hall of fame, the NFL or the pro football hall of fame in Canton will eventually open its doors to have a place for the USFL, and that this would be a meaningful part of that exhibit, which I think would be hilarious. Kind of like um, it'd be like the freak show at a carnival. Exactly, exactly. It's like you go to that wing of the uh, of
2: Canton. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the reason we're talking about it is the USFL regular season will begin April 16th and run through mid-June, followed by playoffs. And some quarterbacks have already – Wick. eight quarterbacks were chosen in the first round of the USFL draft. We know. We know. I thought we'd scroll through it and see if we know who's who. Oh, God. Shea Patterson was the first person picked by the Michigan Panthers. Anybody know Shea Patterson?
4: He's an ex-Michigan quarterback, right?
5: We're saying the M word so fucking much, and like I'm my my heart is racing. Can we stop?
2: All right, all right. <laughs> Just the, the real <laughs> the real Panthers took shape Patterson. The real
5: Panthers. <laughs> That's oh, wow. how I know him. He, he was a quarterback for the horrors of Ann Arbor. Uh, Arch did a little digging pre-show. I guess he was on the practice
2: squad for the oh, yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, so he's been he's a practice squad player with the Chiefs, and he played for a couple CFL teams.
4: His name ringing the bell know. to you, Saxy, at all? No, <laughs> no. There's there's one person on this list whose name rang a bell. That's because he was a Vikings uh, like super backup in the preseason forever ago, and that's it.
5: Uh, we'll, we'll get to that name. I, I remember Shay Patterson because you know you pay attention to the teams that you hate. Uh, oh. So this is what the, the the best the best QB to come under uh, Jim Harbaugh's tutelage, maybe I don't know. <laughs>
2: Not many stats on the man. I'm looking at Pro Football Reference. Not many stats here for him. <laughs> There's none. There's none. All right. Who else we got? We got Jordan Tamau T A apostrophe A M U Jordan Tamau.
5: I'm just gonna guess Hawaii.
2: He played for Ole Miss.
5: <laughs> played for Ole Miss. Does not ring a bell. Uh,
2: no. He was one of the featured quarterbacks <clears throat> in the XFL. Wow, the former Ole Miss stars bounced around a lot since the XFL went under. Sheesh. So he's got experience. A lot of experience, apparently. Right, next up, we got Brian Scott. He was undrafted. First thing that
5: came to, yeah. that came to my, my mind was a basketball player for the Lakers. That was what, 30 <laughs> years ago.
4: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a fictional character from The Office for a second, but. I was, I'm not, I'm not, I'm really, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm looking at the list of these quarterbacks and I'm not great at watching uh, college, but these are all unknowns to me. These are uh, basically.
2: The thing that worries me is that Brian Scott in this picture of him clearly has a Rams helmet on. And that worries me if he played for the Rams and couldn't beat out Jared Goff. I don't know what that means for him. Uh oh.
5: I mean, that could, that could be a Colorado state Rams. I know I'm just messing around. (laughs)
2: Uh, next up, the New Jersey Generals drafted Ben Holmes from Tarleton State. Uh, Holmes signed with the Arizona Rattlers, an indoor football team. Uh, Panther, you're stopping ground. Oh. Holmes ended his career as one of Tarleton's all-time greatest signal callers. His 23 and two record as a starting QB is the best in program history.
4: Who, who, Go Holmes! <laughs> yeah, who 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 do they play? Where's Tarleton State located? Just I out curiosity, I'll have to look. Does anybody, does, does anybody know on the top of their head where Tarleton State is located? Well, I know because I just
2: Googled it. They're in Stephenville, Texas. Oh, great. Okay. Well, this,
4: not, now we know, but I, these, these are, I, I'm learning so much on this podcast, really. <laughs> I'm learning so much today about the history of the USFL, where these schools that I would never go to are located.
2: All right. Next up, the Houston Gamblers took Clayton Thor- Thorson. Thorson not Thornson Thorson uh, he played for Northwestern he was a fifth round draft pick of the Eagles in 2019 he had no luck in Philly uh, he spent time with Dallas the Giants uh, <laughs> meaning he only needed Washington to complete the NFC East trifecta or superfecta.
5: Uh, you know, it's kind of surprising he had all these shots in, in a division that really is desperate for some quarterbacks and he couldn't make it there so <laughs> uh again another player clayton thorson uh, does not what college did he come from
2: it says northwestern here but we're also using Yahoo uh, news okay. so who knows if it's right or not uh
5: don't know don't know wick 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 college he went to yeah. uh northwest yeah northwestern is not exactly known for their qbs
2: oh we've got no stats for him either <laughs> he never played game. <laughs> oh i'm feeling good about this uh Alex McGow is next up from Florida international. The stallions drafted him. He was a seventh round draft pick of the Seattle Seahawks in 2020. He bounced around the NFL most recently signed a futures contract with Seattle, but was waived in August.
5: I mean, Florida internationals, they they had some success there for a while as a mid major, but I don't believe his name. It does. It just doesn't ring a bell. I, I don't know who these guys outside of Patterson. I have no clue who these guys are.
4: That's why
2: he was the number 1 number 1 man.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, actually, any clues who no. Alex McG- okay. No, no, no. I have I have nothing intelligent to say about any of these quarterbacks except for maybe the last one.
2: <laughs> uh, the Pittsburgh Maulers direct- drafted Kyle Luetta from Richmond. I guess I'm saying that name right. Uh, the Giants had high hopes for him, but things did not work out. He was a fourth-round draft pick in 2018. He has been with five teams since leaving the Giants.
4: He's a journeyman. Isn't that what this league is going to be, basically? Just all journeyman quarterbacks, pretty yeah, much? Yeah. Or well, like, yeah. like Trying to develop journeyman quarterbacks, and it, these teams are probably going to live and die by the touchdown-interception ratio of these guys?
2: Oh, boy. We're going to have to see some wishbone run in this league, I think. Oh God!
5: I've, it'll be a lot like the arenas and the other, you know, indoor leagues and stuff. Where it's it's a chance for guys who got out of college that were knocking on the door of the pros. It, it gives them some exposure. And you watch how the NFL, the quarterbacks just, I mean, they just fall over like leaves in the fall. It's just brutal how much quarterbacks they go through. So if it, it gives some exposure for GMs to look at when they're desperate for a quarterback, but I don't think it'll be because all oh, they. Earned it like a, a Kurt Warner or something. You're not going to have one of those stories.
2: Yeah, right, right. All right, next <sighs> up, last quarterback. The New Orleans Breakers took Kyle Slaughter, Slaughter from Northern
4: Colorado. Yeah, and, and ex and and, and uh, ex Minnesota Vikings practice squad guy Kyle Slaughter. I did watch a little little preseason. See, I remember seeing him in some preseason action, and he could play football. But he was he was he would have been. Maybe more entertaining, but less win worthy as Sean Mannion was this season for the Vikings, <laughs> which that that would be my general <laughs> thoughts on Kyle Sloter. So we'll see. We'll see how he does. But again, this league is probably if you're if you just are like mediocre, you're probably winning a championship in this league. So fuck what i
5: but those are your stomping grounds, Sachs. He is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Ed McCaffrey the coach of Northern Colorado?
4: I believe you are 100% correct that he is. Is it UNC that he's the coach of, or is he at, uh, yeah, no, he is at UNC, I believe. I
5: You're correct. UNC. So, uh, so he's getting hes getting coached up by somebody that's got some NFL experience, albeit a wide receiver. But uh, And then, you know, obviously, Christian McCaffrey, is when healthy, has done fairly well. So, So maybe he's got some upside.
2: Is that, it? is that what we're banking on? Is that, is that how it's going to work? I mean, what?
5: That's the only, Other than the other six, I mean, you got one guy who's out of the Harbaugh tree, this guy from McCaffrey, and the other six, I have no clue who they are.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns in this league here right now. It's going to be fun to watch.
2: After that's for the, sure. After the AAF, are you more excited to see this or less excited to see this, do you think, than
4: you would have been? Oh, God. After AAF, I'm probably less excited. But, I mean... AAF right ran, ran out of money halfway through. It feels like this has been in development for a while because this is in cahoots with that whole the Spring League thing that they were trying to get off the ground for multiple years. Uh, so it it feels like this one has a little bit more traction, at least compared to the AAF, where that was just kind of like a complete mess. So we're just gonna bet
2: Panther, we're just gonna bet the unders every week. Just under, under, under every game. I
5: I, I think with the AAF, we you could have made a fortune that way. Yeah, uh did. you know it'd be interested it could be interesting to see how this first year plays out i think what's going to be really interesting is next year when the xfl comes to play and it looks like they're in bed and to some degree with the nfl which might give them a little bit of competitive advantage plus you know with dwayne the rock johnson in charge of it everything that guy touches turns to gold Make, I don't even know who's in charge of this USFL, but the funding, the money, management, that's going to be the big key. It's really not going to be the players or even the coaches. If they don't have the money to keep this thing running, it's going to fall just like the first one did.
4: Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting, though. You know, I've, I've been reading a lot, again, uh, some articles uh, that are on Wikipedia and some not on Wikipedia about this league. And actually, uh, Fox on Fox Sports, they had an article because Fox is actually broadcasting a bunch of these games. And the first game, Generals against Stallions, uh, on April 16th, is going to air on both Fox and NBC, making it the first scheduled sporting event to air on competitive broadcasting networks since the first Super Bowl in 1967.
1: Isn't
4: that wow. kind of crazy? That's crazy. That's kind of crazy. I gotta read more I mean, on. Which I, one you're gonna watch?
2: I'm gonna have to read more on the AF and its downfall because I'm somewhere in the recesses of my mind. It's telling me that this is the fault of some guy from Minnesota. I need to. Uh. I, 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 uh. <laughs> I need to. I need to delve into that. Sexy, do you feel like taking an ad an ad break,
4: a commercial oh, break? Oh, absolutely! I am definitely ready to, DJ and homies. It's time to talk about mybookie.ag. With mybookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing. And bad movies. That's right. Oftentimes, we like to talk about good movies on this podcast. And, I mean, we got the Academy Awards, some other shit coming up. There's going to be some real things happening talking about good movies. But <clears throat> there's also an award for bad movies, the Razzies. And I found a bet on my bookie involving the Razzies as a perfect degen bet. And that is for LeBron James to win Worst Actor for Space Jam, A New Legacy, at minus 110. Run don't walk, run. My bookie is well traveled and offers quality odds on basically everything. So sign up now using the promo code ABSOODGEN so we can keep the lights on around here. My bookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to $1,000. Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or wondering which LeBron you hate more, CGI or regular LeBron, you can bet when and get paid with my bookie.
3: Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ. proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie Anywhere use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time.
2: And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. All right, Razzies. I'm excited. We should. I'll definitely have to look at that.
4: Yeah, there's a bunch of Razzies bets up there on uh, on my bookie. There, there, are they're, they're, they're entrenched. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that uh, Diana the musical is up there. Um, the film Karen, the film Infinite, and. Oh. The Woman in the Window. Those are the five uh, Razzie Awards the for uh, worst picture. What is the? So you oh, name God. something,
5: Karen. You're already you're already doomed. And then anything with LeBron James is going to be in competition for that. So so yeah. it's a good quality competition there.
3: <laughs> oh, well,
4: um... unfortunately, good. Well, I was going to say uh, LeBron does have Mark Wahlberg in the same category as him. Oh. So, you know, there's there, there's opportunity for him to lose.
2: The Woman in the Window is a Netflix film. Looks like it's, uh, you know, that's that's always the hallmark of quality. And oh, God, an agoraphobic woman living in alone in New York begins spying on her neighbors only to witness a disturbing act of violence. So it's kind of ripping off, uh, you know, a rear window here.
4: This is very, this does sound like uh, Hallmark. Like, Amy Adams and Gary Oldman. Those
2: are names. Those are names. Julianne Moore, Jennifer Jason Lee. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, now 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 we have to watch it. Yeah, I kind of want to see it now. See how bad it is. All right. All right. Enough of that. We're shooting over to the ice. Who do we like in hockey today, Saxie?
4: Oh, don't start with me. Oh, Panther, sorry, you got to be the you you got to be the one to uh to 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 bring us, you know, to glory here.
5: I clearly I don't know jack shit about ice. Even when I'm <laughs> trying to identify an an underdog like the Kraken yesterday, like put me with Max and the never bet on the fucking Kraken. That'll oh, never Jesus. happen again. <laughs> Let's take a look at Edmonton going to Tampa Bay. The uh, Tampa Bay has not played in seven days. I don't know if that's just a scheduling gap or what the what the deal is, but they haven't played in seven days. And prior to that, their previous three games were all on the road. Now, let's assume they've been home now for the last you know week. But uh, Edmonton, we keep talking about this coaching bump that happened a little over a week ago. They're playing better hockey, not as well as they had at the beginning of the season. I don't know that they win. But the value is there enough for me to take a flyer on them. So I'll put 10 bucks on the Mighty Oilers.
4: Well, you know, again, I'm subbing for Mad Max here. I I can't bet the Lightning, right? That would be that would be too wrong, and I can't. I really can't. Edmonton was on a five game winning streak before, uh, and be and during that five game winning streak, had beaten their opponents by two or more goals in all of their games before losing to my Minnesota Wild. Uh, now, I actually really do like Edmontier's, Edmonton here as well, so I'm going to bet on Edmonton uh, as well. I thought about doing a chicken shit play on the Oilers, but no. We're going to bet on Edmonton as well. And I also like the under. I was seeing six and a half at some books. Taking the under six and a half. Oh, the
2: under two. All right. Uh, I agree with you, Panther. 215 minus 215 for the Tampa Bay. What's that? I had to look it up real quick. That's like 68%. Yeah. So there's no way. There's no way. That's too much. I agree with you 100%. I think the value is all in the Oilers. I'm following you on that one.
5: All right. Well, that's always dangerous to follow me. Let's try Winnipeg at Dallas. I think we've talked about the mediocrity that is Winnipeg now for quite a while, but Dallas at home, it, for me, it's just almost like a no brainer unless they're playing, you know, like Boston or Florida or Carolina. Uh, I'll, maybe fade away, but against a team like Winnipeg, I'm definitely loving the stars at home. So uh, I don't know if this is a second favorite team since they used to be in Minnesota. I don't know, but we're jumping on the stars here for 10 bucks.
4: Oh yeah. My Minnesota North Dallas stars, right? I, I, uh, they're coming here off two days rest and that embarrassing loss to the coyotes. I think that they show up and win again at home. I totally agree with you on Panther. These, these were two of the ones that I had circled and really did like. I wrote other stuff about other games, but these were the two that I really liked, and I am – you and I are in simpatico on this one because I really did dig the stars, and I was thinking that this was going to be a total of five, but it looked like the line moved down to five and a half in this one, which scared me, so I am not touching the total. Not level, touching the I am total. Gonna, not touching the total. Not touching the total, but I – if anything, I would just go total goals five and whatever that crazy plus line is on that. But that's dumb <laughs> shit. That's like that's like that's like put 50 cents on for funsies.
2: There you go. All right. Yeah, I do think the stars win that minus 155. It's, that's probably about right. If it gets any higher, I wouldn't touch it. Like we're seeing minus 165 some places. That strikes me as a little too high, but that, I think you're OK at the minus 155.
5: All right. One more for me. going to take another flyer here on an underdog. Buffalo going to Montreal. Montreal's won their last three games, 11-6, uh, to six, so a plus-five differential there. Buffalo has lost their last three, and they're giving up a ton of goals. They've given up 15 goals in their last three games. That's a recipe for disaster. I know Montreal's not a high-scoring team, but if you're going to give up that many goals, i got to fade you. I'm going to take Montreal with the slightest of plus lines, if I can still get it, uh, 10 bucks on the Canadiens.
4: Man, I so I was looking at this one and I really like the Sabers here. I think I think they win it, but I'm not touching it. Yeah, give it up something for Mad Max. This may as well be the Kraken versus the Spurs in this game to me, because these these two teams are two that I just have not had any luck with at all this season. Uh, I and I don't have any fun watching them either. So I'm not on this.
2: <laughs> oh man, um, you can't you can't get a plus line for Montreal at all. It's minus 108. That's the best you can do.
5: Oh shit. Yeah, well, maybe Vegas. Vegas agrees.
2: <laughs> I, I, I do kind of agree with you, too. I do think Montreal's the play. <sighs> Minus 108. Yeah, I think you're OK. I, I, I Yeah, I, I will jump
4: on that with you. I'll jump on Montreal. All right, that's all I got. Oh, sexy. All right, I got I got a funky little one. Let's go to my Colorado avalanche at the Detroit Red Wings. Now, the Wings are a good home team, and the Avs have shown a propensity to lose some games that they shouldn't, having taken some bad losses over the last week uh, to some pretty decent teams in Boston and Dallas. Regardless, I think that the Avs win this, but I'm actually looking at the Avs team total over four at plus 110. Uh, They haven't played since last Thursday, and I think that the – sorry, uh, the Red Wings haven't played since last Thursday. And I think the Avs knock the skates off them and, at worst, push the four. So I am taking abs team total over four today. And they're going to yeah, win too much right? going on. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Gonna...
5: <laughs> but too much that... going on with this game. There's, you know, Detroit at home. You like them at home, but that long layoff does give you a little uh, hesitation. I almost wanted to do the uh, iceberg chicken shit play, but when Colorado wins, they've been beating teams by two or more goals. So even that wasn't playing in. So I, I think Colorado's the right play here. I just didn't want to lay 300.
2: Hmm. Yeah, at the minus two eighty, I think that's a little too high. I'm I'm kind of eyeballing Detroit here, plus two fifty. It might be. I think you should sprinkle a little something on Detroit just because it, it, the value's there. Does Colorado, Colorado really win eight out of ten times handily? I don't. I don't
4: Probably. think so. Yeah, I don't think I don't, so either. I, I, I don't think so. Actually, given given how they've been doing this last week and the fact that I mean, a couple of those losses, they really. They almost didn't show up, is what it looked like in their losses. They 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 lost by more than two goals in both mm. of their losses they had mm. over this last week. So it feels like they they almost don't show up in those losses, and they just kind of uh, throw their hands up and say, "Nah, fuck it."
2: <laughs> so the chicken shit plays out because if if it's going to be within two, you got to think uh, Detroit won, right? Is that it?
4: yeah I, I think i think so i think i mean if again i'm 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 betting team total on this one because i think that makes to me that one was the one that screamed and looked like okay i think that the mm-hmm. abs will score i think that coming off of their loss monday to the bruins where they only put up one uh and they lost by four i think that i think that they show up i think they score okay. I, th- I think okay. they come out scoring that's okay. so that's that that's where i'm at i don't think that detroit's going to keep up but i mean again colorado has a propensity to just When they not when they don't show up, just not show up at all. Completely shit bed. (laughs) Completely sleeping and shit.
2: Understood. Understood. Uh, Let's take the Kings Coyotes. We got to touch on it real quick because the line shift is crazy. Kings opened up here according to action minus two fifty. They're minus two fifteen now. Everyone's jumping ship.
5: Whoa. Arizona squeaked out some wins. That that was the one I was looking at. I was tempted to take Arizona. The Kings are i mean they're mediocre they're almost the pure definition of mediocre i think arizona is the play but now that's almost getting priced out you know if it gets down to 200 or under 200 i I don't even know if there's enough value there to even take arizona (laughs) but it's plus plus 185 now plus
2: 170 uh plus 175 with some other books
5: good grief something something's going on that's yeah that's, that's a huge shift
4: yeah, I mean, looking at this game last night, uh, it seemed like in every statistical category, the cow- uh, the Coyotes were going to be outmatched in this one. And uh, I can't—I I personally couldn't understand why this line wasn't closer to minus 250 or something for uh, the Kings. So it gave me a lot of pause looking at this last night. Um, the, the only edge that I saw is liking the over six in this one because um, it feels like L.A. can at least score three, maybe four. And we really just need Arizona to kind of show up. But that's, again— uh, no guarantees.
2: There you go. There you go. All right. Anything else you guys need to touch on? I got no. nothing. Oh, that right. is it. All right. Uh, let's see. Big Daddy says, "Hmm, Michigan Panthers." We all know Panther <laughs> I loves know. everything. It's horrible.
5: Get. It's like the worst name ever.
4: <laughs> you're you're going to hear this so much, Panther. You're going to hear so much of this. Uh, they need
5: to change their name, or I need to change my name.
2: What
4: <laughs> but move the franchise.
2: Iceberg says Buffalo Sabers
4: money line. Iceberg, come on, man. See, Iceberg and I are on the same page here, man. This is—I feel good about that.
2: Run shots. All right, so we talked about. The USFL. We talked about their draft picks. A who's who? And you're saying who who are those people? <laughs> and we talked We talked about the $3 and what was how what was the check? 317 370 376 376 We talked about a $3.76 check. And we talked about the
4: NHL. Saxy. That's it. Hey, so great to talk to y'all and tell y'all how to use, lose some money on a Wednesday. Am I right? <laughs> y'all know what to do, though. Go on over, download the DJ's app for Android or iOS, buy some merch, let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, and everyone's picks at Betting Absolute on Twitter. Give us a super high rating on your podcast network of choice. Panther, take us home.
5: Hey, you guys need to let us know on that merchandise if you'd buy a $3.76 uh, hoodie or, or T-shirt. <laughs> Let's get out of here with the Panther Parlay. I'm on those Edmonton Oilers, the Dallas Stars, and the Montreal Canadiens disagreeing right. with Art and we before hanging out on Facebook and Twitter. Give us a shout out by name. We will shout right back. Most importantly, let's know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all
3: make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents what's spring like in park city utah imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts park city mountain and deer valley exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis wandering our historic Main Street with its Opre ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it